form of student communication and connection on campus that is being presented by the Student Government and Korean Student Association. Alegia Maduraju, Vice President for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion for Student Government, and Gabriela Son, Vice President of Korean Student Association, present Middle Ground, a virtual forum on Zoom in which DCNJ students from opposite sides of the table will engage in intellectual conversations regarding political and social issues pertaining to the upcoming election as well as its effect on the student body. Students, who remain anonymous, will first identify with particular issues on a spectrum of strongly agree to strongly disagree, while briefly explaining their position. They will then have the opportunity to challenge the ideas supported through other students' stances through a moderated discussion. All done remotely, Middle Ground will be published as an Instagram TV series on student government's Instagram page in the days leading up to the presidential election, beginning on October 21st. Each day will feature a segment of the middle of the middle ground discussion dedicated to a specific policy issue, such as is universal health care feasible? Alekia and Gabriella join me today to discuss creating and preparing the first annual middle ground, as well as a couple anonymous participants who who share their reactions and reasons for joining this project. So thank you all for <laughs> joining me today for, uh, to talk about Middle Ground, which is an event that the Korean Student Association and the Student Government Association are holding this uh, this semester. So just to talk about a little bit of the overview of Middle Ground, is this the first year that um, you are running this event? Uh, yeah, so this is the first time. Oh, yes anything like this is being put on, at least from my knowledge. Nice, nice. So what inspired this idea, like from the beginning? Um, this idea actually started Marvin Carter, who is um, a director of diversity, equity, and inclusion here at TCNJ. He met, he held these virtual Zoom meetings where he met with all these all TCNJ student organizations. Um, and that's how this idea started, you know, his main message was, it shouldn't just be, for example, with the Black Lives Matter movement, it shouldn't just be the Black student organizations who are fighting for this cause. We should all be having these kinds of conversations, right? Because we're all part of this society, all part of this TCNJ community. And so as a result, um, Alekia actually came up with the idea of having, using the um, Jubilee Project, which is a YouTube channel. They do an event like this called Middle Ground. And I actually watched one of their videos. It was, um, I think, do all white people think the same? And so I thought, oh, what if we had, you know, TCNJ students rate whether they, um, how they resonate with these issues on a spectrum of strongly agree to strongly disagree, and then we could produce some interesting, stimulating conversations. So is this a program that you thought would easily translate to a uh, roundtable discussion at TCNJ? Like, what, what were some concerns from the beginning? Um, I think so from my end, um, there were two concerns I think Gabby would sort of agree is the first one is uh, getting a diversity of opinion. Um, a lot of times when you're broadcasting opinions um, to the entire student body, people um, definitely are going to want to um, share opinions that are typically popular um, and shared by a lot of people. So maybe bring up those unpopular opinions. Um, we were worried that we wouldn't get a lot of students um, 
who were willing to present that. And the second thing is like, we wanted to make sure, we obviously you know, wanna have conversations that um, are controversial in a sense, but we didn't want students to feel like their identity was being attacked or feel unsafe on campus after this kind of an event. So um, I think we, we definitely took um, precaution, um, uh, measures to prevent both of those things. So for opposing views, we'll be bringing in some faculty members to speak on um, or play devil's advocate for more unpopular opinions so that those opinions are still showcased despite not having a lot of student turnout um, speak to those opinions. And um, the second thing is that um, we have a middle ground code of conduct that students will be signing before um, participating in the conversation, which basically um, uh, re-emphasizes TCNJ's values on hate speech um, and language that would not be appropriate anywhere. So what was the, um, so there, it was an application process. The whole way middle ground works is that you need to have a diversity of public opinions. So right, while TCNJ is a liberal institution, it's also a public institution. It's home to many different political beliefs, et cetera. And so in order to, for people to become educated on these social and policy issues that middle ground surrounds, we need to have you know, different perspectives on these issues, you know, people with different experiences, with different knowledge, um, different circumstances, et cetera. And so as a result, when we live stream this to the entire TCNJ community, people would be able to see opposing sides to their beliefs. And the way, you know, how cancel culture is today, it's so easy um, for, for somebody, even if they don't agree with someone's beliefs, just to say, oh, this person is a terrible person because they believe X, Y, Z. When in reality, you know, we're more than what, we're more than, you know, just our political um, perspectives. So there was an application process so we could gain a diversity of opinions and also to make sure like a sort of filter any you know people who are coming who might want to come to this event to spread hate, to spread bigotry, etc. Because right while we are having uh, this conversation with different political beliefs, we're also making sure that we're citing facts and that we're not insulting people's personal identities. Mm -hmm. How many applications um, did Middle Ground receive? I think the, I think that overall we had 11 applications as, as of yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. And out of those 11 applications, uh, 10 of them will be participating in the event. Will it be like, so everyone will be anonymous. So like, will there be like no camera? It's like, it's all done on Zoom. Like, could you describe the format a little bit? Yeah, so our first recording is tomorrow and our second recording is on Sunday based on the participants availability. So uh, Aleke actually designed these bitmojis that people will have as their background, virtual background, and it also has like a, like a, yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about that? No, I, I'm just saying I can pull it up so that she knows like what we're talking oh, about. Oh, yes, you can, pull it, you can pull it up. So like that, right? And we give them um, a false name so that we can refer to them throughout the conversation. And yeah, their camera will be off to protect. Like if I turn my camera off, like you would just see this avatar and I can like change my virtual backgrounds too. That's very clever. <laughs> so will the, um, the general um, round table will be discussing the questions that were on the application? And yes. Yeah. So because we have two different recording days, um, I believe the first five issues or so are going to the Thursday people and then this other five issues are going to the Sunday people. 
gave people the application beforehand was a so that they could you know be more educated and more prepared and informed when they come to discussion so that you know it's not a surprise um, when they you know bring facts that they had time to research those things and secondly um, as Gabby mentioned earlier like to monitor um, for diversity and monitor for hate. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners, uh, what, what's an example of one of the questions that's on the application or that will be discussed? I don't have them memorized, but I'm just gonna, I can pull it up real quick. Um, so one of the topics is uh, taxes. So like increasing taxes for corporations does more harm than good for the US economy and American middle class. And then that then students would be able to align themselves from strongly disagree to strongly agree and then have a conversation about that. Okay. What were um so since this is all being held virtually, um, how would do you think this will affect the general discourse and conversation? Like, is that a concern that you might have that it's hard to have conversations on Zoom? Um, yeah, I guess that was one of the challenges with creative middle ground, which is why Alekia brought, um, the, came up with the idea to bring in professors who could present the dissenting opinion, right? So at the five minute mark, um, first we're going to let, you know, cause we want organic conversation. So for the first five minutes, we'll let participants speak on their own. And then at the five minute mark, a professor will come in to introduce the dissenting opinion, which students can then respond to. Also, that's why I think we have like the strongly agree, agree, neutral, disagree, strongly disagree, right? Because, you know, you may not be able to formulate your words immediately, but you know, yes, I, this is where I um, stand on this issue. And from that, we can ask these, you know, follow-up questions. Oh, so why do you disagree with X issue? Can you explain your reasoning? And that will produce um, dialogue, we hope. I was curious about um, the general structure uh, for Middle Ground and how um, do you plan on facilitating like turn-taking and like when people can talk? Um, so the way that we decided we're going to do so at first everyone will have the opportunity to align themselves we'll give everyone a second to sort of you know know um, you know where they stand and then we wanted to so the first so some of the questions that we have we have faculty members coming in and some of them we don't because we, they just weren't available for the recording times so when we do have a faculty member available we're, we're going to allow the first five minutes for a conversation just with the students and we would um, we would be prompting um, different students to answer. So like if we know that we have three people who agree and three people who disagree, we would you know, first ask someone from the agree to speak and then ask someone from the disagree to speak. Um, and you know, generally we are looking for a more free flowing conversation. So we don't wanna be moderating too much, but um, we are gonna you know, monitor, you know, if, if someone is speaking for you know, two or three minutes at a time, that's obviously not conducive um, to you know, all the different perspectives showing, um, but, you know, our, our uh, position is mainly just going to be like, if, you know, we're allowing someone from the agree side to speak, make sure that the people who are disagreeing are also getting the same amount of time uh, relatively, but it's not a timed situation where, you know, you have 30 seconds to speak or one minute to speak. It is more of a Socratic seminar style. And then we would ask follow-up questions, you know, um, initiate dialogue if there's a lull or anything like that. And then the second five minutes, if, you know, that would 
uh, go for the duration of 10 minutes. So we're dedicating 10 minutes to each topic, would go for the duration of 10 minutes. Um, and if we did have a professor, then the second five minutes would be uh, allowing the professor to then enter that conversation as a third party um, and offer some dissenting point of views and, and um, have them facilitate some of the conversation. How did you select uh, the professors to participate? Was that, did you, did they volunteer? Are they like in a certain department that oversaw it? And it was my professor. So it really was word of mouth. Um, so I know that um, I'm personally, I'm not a poli sci major, so I didn't know any. I just, you know, asked around saying what kind of professors would sort of be interested in participating in this. It, it really was a, a very informal process. So a lot of our questions um, have to deal with, for example, healthcare. So um, I took a public health and policy class and my professor from that class, um, Dr. Natasha Patterson, will be coming in to speak with us. Um, and I don't know, Gabby, if you wanted to uh, I don't um, talk about some of the professors you reached out to. Oh, um, the professors I reached out to, unfortunately, were not available for the event. But yeah, because we have um, different issues spanning from like, for example, should public college be free? We try to get somebody who specializes in educational policy or is not standing for the national anthem, you know, unpatriotic. We try to get a history professor who would have that kind of background knowledge. Yeah. So I have a question for the uh, participant, uh, Korean Student Association. Hi, thanks, thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So I'm curious, um, so what made you first uh, decide to join Middle Ground and what was your interest in becoming a participant? Well, firstly, um, I did it to support Korean Student Association. It's an organization that I care about a lot. And of course, they are co-hosting. So um, I did it to support them. And also, I think it's important to have these conversations, um, especially to um, kind of demonstrate that there is, that you can come to a compromise, you can come to a middle ground um, in a time where the country is so divided. Um, and I think it's really important to have these conversations and um, and learn about the the opinions on both sides. Um, yeah, so uh, I am very excited to see uh, how the discussion will go. Um, yeah. Uh how do you think these conversations have maybe shifted? Do you think nowadays it's easier, or not easier, but it's more approachable to have some of these um, con controversial uh, conversations? Um, or do you think people are more open to having them? I think so, um, because there is, I feel like there's more accessibility to information, especially with social media. Um, people are learning about um, different topics and they and like social media kind of um, it kind of encourages them to research different topics. Um, so I, I feel like people are more open um, when discussing controversial um, themes, um, especially in the age of social media. How do you think it reflects on TCNJ in general? Do you find that um, TCNJ has a good, um, brings good conversations to the table and so forth? Um, I think TCNJ 
overall is mostly um, a pretty liberal-minded uh, campus. Um, um, I personally feel like there aren't many differing opinions within TCNJ um, in a general aspect, like in a general sense, but um, I do think that uh, TCNJ is trying its best to address, um, to bring these conversations to the table, um, especially now with um, our, uh, with our new diversity initiatives, like um, including this event. Um, I do think that TCNJ is in that process of bringing these conversations to the table. And in general, do you, um, in anticipation for the event, uh, what are some concerns or any like um, any anything that you're considering, like looking forward and preparing for the conversation? Um, I I am a little nervous uh, because I I do like I do have my my beliefs and I do have um, a point of view on I have a position on certain topics, but um, I don't know if I have like if I have all the information I would need to you know support uh, my positions. Um, so I might uh, look into the topics again and try and see if I can um, just just uh, have some like um, quick facts that I can remember uh, just to support my positions. Um, uh, just because I, you know, like I'm a little nervous, I'm just gonna not know what to say. <laughs> but um, hopefully it'll all go well. I'm still very excited to um, see how it goes. So I have a question for uh, dragonflies, um, if you're available, okay. So how did you first come across um, participating with Middle Ground? Oh, so what had happened was we got like the email co-sponsorship offer and we like, as an e-board, we all decided that it was like a really good event to participate in. So that's kind of how we came across it. And also it kind of got promoted throughout like other clubs because I you know like in the PA community, um, they were like KSA's co-sponsoring and we usually try to come out to each other's events. So that's kind of how like we found out. How would you describe the general TCNJ TC community right now? Since like, I would imagine like a lot of the organizations are finding ways to still like have outreach events and like interact with each other. I think the community as a whole, it's like, it's like not broken I'd say but I'd say it's like more distant but even so I think it's like great that we're all trying to find ways to stay connected and like stay resilient throughout everything that's happening mm -hmm. and so I think that's really cool and like how every club is like doing it their own way like whether it's zoom or like discord game nights or movie nights yeah how would um how would a conversation like uh, the conversations presented in middle ground be do you think it's the best time now to do um, something like this? Like how do you find TCNJ and even like our generation in general has their approach to these conversations? I think it's like super important for like our age and our generation as well as like TCNJ as a campus to talk about these things, especially because like everything going on and like the presidential campaign and other like political things happening like that. And I think it's like, it'd be like ignorant to not talk about them. And I feel like a conversation should be had, which is why I'm really glad like middle ground is a thing. So we can like all discuss like our feelings and stuff about it and thoughts. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, yes. And this is a question for everyone. Um, but do you find that uh, your peers are not usually um, willing to accept having these conversations? And what are some reasons they might shy away from it? I guess in my experience, um, my friends are pretty um, like-minded in terms of political beliefs um, as me, but I know there are definitely some people that I do talk to who, not necessarily that we have opposing beliefs, maybe maybe opposing, um, I guess, stances, like, I guess on the spectrum, is strongly agree to agree, but not that, like, I agree for something wholeheartedly and a person disagrees. Um, and yeah, some people can be sensitive about these, Topic. So I guess um, this is why Middle Ground is such a great opportunity because it finds a time to have these kinds of conversations. And some of the candidates I do actually happen to know on a personal basis. So that also helps, you know. Um, actually, when I first proposed this event to student government cabinet um, as something that I wanted to do, um, this was actually an event that I ran on. Um, when I ran for student government, I wanted to do this event in particular because I felt so strongly about it. I actually did face some resistance um, from my peers when I thought that, you know, this would, uh, and, and, you know, their concern was like, we don't want to give a platform um, to hate. And I completely understand that because, and I think that, you know, we have worked really hard to try to find that line um, of bigotry and ignorance um, versus, you know, disagreeing respectfully. Um, you know, and, and that's a serious concern. We, we definitely don't want that. And we want to make sure that everyone that is speaking as, at Middle Ground is um, in line with TCNJ's values and upholds TCNJ's values, regardless of their political beliefs. So um, that was um, definitely something that I faced a lot of resistance with. And, and also sensitivity. Um, right now, um, emotions are really high with the upcoming election on both sides of the political spectrum. And um, it, it can be... Um, it can be triggering to have conversations like this for some people. And again, that's something that we understand um, and, um, and it is certainly valid, but at the same time, and, and the reason that um, I persisted um, to you know, try to find a way to do this, I'm really glad that Gabby, I met Gabby at the, at the meeting and we were able to actually make it happen, um, is because of the importance of, of discourse and political discourse and social discourse in general. Yeah, and then also I'd say, like, it's hard to talk about things that you disagree with, even if it's not political, like, even if you're just talking about a friend and you're disagreeing on, like, something random, and then it's especially harder when it's, like, something of this nature, where it's, like, your personal beliefs on something, and that's why I think a lot of people are scared to do it, but I think that it's, like, a good thing to do, especially since you have a safe space and like an anonymous space to hear other people's views with middle ground. So you can have like actual like productive conversations as opposed to like yelling at each other about like, oh, I don't believe in this thing or I don't believe in that thing. And I think it's like better that it's like an actual productive discussion, just regardless of like what belief you have. Mm -hmm. Was there when you took, uh, when you were filling out the application, was there, were there particular, um, questions that resonated with you, Dragonflies? Was it like, did you know that you wanted to talk about this or that you had a strong um, feeling about it or like a strong background? Um, there were like certain questions that definitely like had a personal connection, like the ones about like immigration and stuff, because like my family is like, are immigrants, I guess I'd say. And there's also like the especially the ones about like being like patriotic to a country and 
also like anything like regarding coronavirus, I feel like everyone can relate to a bit because it's affecting everybody. So, um, and also in general, there's just like, a, there was just a lot of good questions that just made you think about some stuff that you might have not thought about before. I thought it was like a good range of topics to discuss. And Alika, you mentioned that you found those questions through a the YouTube series, correct? Did you um, create any new ones or like change some of the wording? So um, I just like to clarify, the questions didn't come from the video, the format of the event came from the video. So okay. the, um, the way that the questions were, um, were uh, developed were, um, we just like went on to what are like topics that people care about in the you know in the upcoming election and we sort of formulated statements from there so like for example immigration is something that people are going to care about let's have um, a statement on like the general you know feel of or the you know the crux of the immigration issue um so that's sort of how the questions were developed okay okay awesome and I guess looking forward, do you, um, do you anticipate this um, or uh, this event to be a reoccurring um, yearly tradition? I mean, consider like depending like how I guess how it goes, um, but do you anticipate to having this in the future again? If this event is to happen in the future, I know TCNJ Korean Student Association would be totally on board with it. Um, things may be a little different because uh, right, right, right now in 2020, we have the upcoming election, but if we were to hold this event in 2021, somebody would already be elected to office. But none, nonetheless, these policy issues will still persist. Mm -hmm. And I can say the same thing for student government. Um, hopefully this is something that can be recurring. I think it's definitely important. Um, but of course, you know, there are some luxuries that come with being online, right? Like we can guarantee anonymity, not complete anonymity, like if you can recognize someone's voice, like I don't know what to tell you. But, um, you know, we, we took, um, we're able to take a lot of efforts to protect anonymity, which is a big deal um, considering it offers people a little more flexibility to, you know, share honestly. Um, and that's, you know, something we wouldn't be able to do in person. Um, so I definitely think aspects of the event would have to be tweaked, um, but absolutely um, would hope something like this happens again. Hey, this is Nancy. Thanks for listening in today at 91.3 FM WTSR. Remember to check out more content online at WTSR.org, on the air, or on our Spotify and Captivate channels. And as always, we remind you to open your mind.